I woke up to the morning sky first Baby blue just like we rehearsed When I get up off this ground Shaking leaves back down To the brown, 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 brown Till I'm clean Welcome back to another podcast of Humanly Plausible. I'm Roly. I'm Richard. And uh, so today we have Richard is going to be pulling out a question from our infamous red box. Yeah, that will we're soon to go. be black. Going to be out the box. <laughs> yeah, we're going to think out the um, box. All right, so let's let's get that going. So I'm going to shake it. Shake. Let's see what today brings to us. We never know what's going to come out of the box. So. <laughs> You're gonna get another. I know. I feel it. <laughs> all right, now we. All right, we got one of yours. Okay. All, all right. right. All right. What company's branding do you really admire, and why? Okay. All right. All right. I'm, uh, we're gonna let Mr. Roly start because Roly is a real aficionado of different brands, and I, I in my mind. I think I know which one he's going to mention, but I'm not going to say anything. I don't even know what I'm gonna, where I'm going to go with this one. Um, okay. What company's branding do I really like? I mean, I, I definitely... Okay, so I guess you're thinking I'm going to say Apple. No. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Even though he should be paid by Apple by as many times as he's tried to convince me to get a Mac. Yes, I will use a PC. I'm going to say it. I'm going to own it. So Apple for life. That's a shameless plug. Yeah. Um so, I mean, I really love outdoor brands primarily. Um, I, I really love North Face. Uh, and I even love Yeti. I mean, Yeti, the fact that they can, the, the way they market their products, they, they've, they can sell their, their little coolers. I mean, their little tumblers are worth like $80 almost. Well, see, I'm going okay, to stop you right there because I got to ask now. For those of you who may not know, see, Roly's a very outdoorsy type of cat. He got like a camper. Mm-hmm. He does triathlons. He goes camping. True. I'm from the city and from the Bronx, New York. I don't do none of that, man. But this, I'm wondering, do those brands resonate because they connect with your lifestyle? Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. So, like, the, when, when I'm interacting with those brands, um, yeah, it feels like uh, it's who I am. So, Apple feeds my tech, my tech side, which... Mm-hmm. You know, I just, when it comes to work, I love to have the latest and greatest, but I've been an Apple user all my life since college. So that's all I know. Um, and I love the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, for that. Um, but also when it comes to cycling, so cycling, there's a brand called Rafa, which is R A P H A. Um, very simple, very clean designs. Um, but they've made a, a lifestyle move as far as their brand so like the way i mean they have shoes they have you know cycling apparel um and now they have like cargo shorts also you know basically all all your outdoor stuff when it comes to cycling um but they've made such like it's it's so fashion driven okay you know and and um and it's just impressive how how they carry it, you know, in, in every piece. So where you're talking about the website, email communications, everything that they do is so consistent I that they just feel that they're the latest right. in, in whatever they're doing. What emotion do, do they evoke in you? They make you feel like a professional and, you know, in the mm. way they treat you. So like, you know, the cyclist, like if you, if you're like a hardcore cyclist, like you worry about the details. So these guys worry about 
the stitching on a shoe. They worry about, you know, the way uh, certain colors fit. Uh, and, uh, and, and so they, play, they, they really pay attention to all those details. And, um, and again, like, you know, Apple, uh, when it comes to tech, um, when you go into an Apple store, um, it just feels like, you know, mm. like you want to, I need to buy one of these things. And you might have it's, 50 computers. Right, 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 right. Is it, <laughs> Which is a common problem that I have. Is it the environment Because I just of bought Apple one, store? actually. Of course. I mean, you know, you've been trying to buy me one, and I've been like, yeah. I don't know. You well, know, you but know, I, I need faster, greater. I know. I know. Yeah, and and I think that matters to you. And so, what Absolutely. you know? So so and what, and what do you feel when you go into an Apple store? What are some of the feelings that you get just going in there? You just feel motivated. I mean, hmm. I've been to one with Justin, my son. You know, because he uses Apple products, and um, I, I guess I f- it, it feeds. Um, it feels. Um, how does it? it I just feel like they get me, I guess. Like they understand. That's real. Yeah. That's real, though, because yeah. I understand that that's real. You know, they get you. And it's funny because even though I'm different, so it didn't have the same effect on me, mm-hmm. I know from being in there knowing you that, mm-hmm. they, yeah, you would feel that way. Yeah, because it's Yeah, like, and, and, and just knowing that I can walk, you know, I like a nice, clean store, uh, open aesthetics, um, just very, very minimalist design. Um, so they're definitely appealing to my creativity, um, which has always been part of their brand because um, they knew that that market, a big of their uh, at the beginning at least, uh, was in the graphics world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always been huge. But uh, Steve Jobs has always been an innovator um, and a big believer in in giving people what he believes they're going to want. Right, right, right. Not what right. they necessarily need right now. And so... He, he, you know, he looked at all these different pieces. He's like, no, you know, we have to raise the bar on all these pieces. So to me, again, like innovation, I feel like obviously like I'm not outdated. Right, right, right. And, you know, it's interesting because I was telling you just earlier today before we started the podcast today that I'm reading this book, Primal Branding. And um, one of the things that they talk about brands that have great affinity and have a loyal following is that they have a distinct creation story. Mm-hmm. And you just mentioned Steve Jobs. How much do you think just understanding Steve Jobs and the creation story? How much does that influence your loyalty to the brand? Uh, not much. I mean, I, I'm never really. I, I don't. I, I don't think I'm. I'm driven by those stories, um, unless I knew I was making a direct impact. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's some mm-hmm. brands now that um, for every purchase you make, they donate money to a nonprofit or to a cause. I would probably be more loyal to something like that. Gotcha. Um, so that's more of a trigger for you for loyalty. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, there's parts of that in primal branding as well too. But I was just cons- but like athletes and stuff like yeah. that. I've never been like, you know, pushed. You know, obviously when you see something on an athlete like Tiger Woods. No, yeah, yeah. It's the Masters. Sort of, uh, You've been watching the Masters. You didn't I, watch it. I haven't watched it yet, man. I'll be honest with you. I've been too busy reading. Old Tiger. Book. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, at, at least when you uh, athletes that are you know wearing certain gear, uh, it kind of justifies that this stuff is next level, right? So that's more of a somebody who endorses the product right. that you know is in that field. Okay, cool. so yeah, but as for me, like I'm not, yeah, 
I'm very simple when it comes to stuff like that. Um, but I'm particular about certain things, like obviously computers and stuff like that. What yeah. I worry about speed. I, I need to know, like capacity. That's the reason why I bought a new computer because once you're moving faster than the machine, then that's it. It's time to move. Yeah. On. So it's Apple and uh, Rafa. Rafa North Face. I mean, yeah. I just love the feel and look of it. Of it. I mean, and again, quality. These are all all the brands that I'm telling you are quality. All right. So, like, for instance, when it comes to cycling, um, you buy gear that's going to last years. I mean, I still have stuff that I wore 15 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. It so, is crazy. Yeah. And so, like, North Face is another brand, good materials that um, last forever. Like, all my North Face gear I still have. What do they tend to lead with in their advertising? Is it durability, aesthetics, or None functionality? It. It, it's all lifestyle-driven. It's all that. Okay. That's the way they lead. And then, yes, when once you, depending on what you're looking for, then that's when they start talking to you about how good their product is. Yeah. And see, this is interesting because, once again, you know, it's a lifestyle that's important to rolling, you know. So I don't really, you know, I might see a North Face, at, you know, I, like I come from the Bronx, you know, North Faces were just, you know, they were hot, you know, fashion items mm -hmm. in New York, you know, for a long time. But their true um, utility um, never really, you know, reached out to me because I'm not, you know, in that world or in that lifestyle. But, but like, even when it comes to, like, you know, it's interesting. Like, Subaru is another one that I admire. That's I was, that was going to say. Oh, that's yours? mine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But what I was going to say about Subaru, I'll let you talk about them. But yeah. what, what I've noticed with Subaru is that through their ads... I mean, there's days that I'm like, maybe I should just buy a Subaru. <laughs> Listen, um, I have done discussions and seminars and workshops where I use Subaru as the brand that people should look at because what I really admire about them is their brand discipline. Internal and external. So, like, yeah. they, they, I mean, they're amazing. What uh, they're amazing. Doing. Their discipline to not fall into the trap of you know, we got to start showing some cool designs or we got to start showing, you know, how mm -hmm. fast or nimble our cars are. They've never, ever yielded to that. Um, and they understand who they are, which is to me, one of the most important things you can be in terms of being authentic is to understand that our value proposition. And if you didn't see our podcast about value propositions. Uh, you should look around on our site for it. But their value proposition is simple, safety. Safety. Yeah. And to a huge, and that's why their customer loyalty is ridiculous. If you look at the stats in terms of their customer loyalty, it's amazing. And they're an affinity brand because they, they're consistent with that value proposition. And, you know, they don't feel the need or compelled to now all of a sudden, you know, show the new interior, the Bose speakers and all that, because to a lot of their um, stakeholders and client base, that's secondary. I want to make sure that my teenage first time driver is going to be in a car that God forbid something happens, they're protected. I want to make sure that, um, the bells and whistles that matter most to me are in the safety features that this car has. And um, and to go back to your point about some of their culture um, aspects, you know, the Share the Love campaign. I believe they also have a campaign where part of your purchase goes to a charity of your choice. I think there is a real focus mm -hmm. on animals and making sure well, that I, they I have think if, if, you guys re if you guys look up their annual report, you'll be blown away by this company. Yeah, um, because I mean, what the, 
what the annual report covers beyond again money, um, and, and it's another inspiration why we we have transitioned the agency to empowering positive brands mm-hmm. because um, this company exists. We didn't make this up. Um, you know, the, the fact that we believe that a company should stand for more than just a dollar amount um, is tenfold. And I think, again, like, I, I, what, 20 plus years in, in advertising has led me to this point in my career where I feel like there, we have a bigger responsibility. It than, is. Than, especially as advertisers that in what we're promoting, what we're pushing stands for something. And it matters to a large part of your consumer base. And I think, you know, um, there's some cultural things out there that I think have scared some brands from taking a stand. I think, um, you know, this concept of being, quote unquote, woke or something like that. And, you know, mm. there's sometimes some discussion internally with organizations. Oh, do we want to be seen as that? We'll lose people. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, mm. having like the ability. Yeah. Having the ability to put your flag in the ground and saying, this is who we are, this is what we're about, this is what we care about. People respect that. And Subaru is unabashedly um, focused on, you know, conveying that, you know, it's not just about our cars, it's about the impact we make in the community. And that's something that's important to us. I know when we work with a client, we're always challenging them to have a value proposition that goes beyond just your product or service, and really, as we always talk about, go beyond ROI in terms of return on investment and elevate to ROI, return on impact. Well, and I think it's huge because it's kind of you're creating, this, this brand is, is you're creating a world that you're inviting folks to come into. So to your point about um, social, what, what's happening in the social climate of the world, mm-hmm. um, you're not challenged as much to enter into these conversations yeah. as to, you know, you're staying within your conversation. So therefore you have to do less work on how you reaching out to folks. Right. So you don't have to be creating campaigns to whatever, you know, whatever's happening socially now, because that's how you really fall into the traps, the social traps right. of what's, and then you end up getting canceled like everybody else. Right. So right. they stay true to who they are yeah. and what they're about, you know, um, and, and that's what makes it easier, at least for the executives and the marketing team to understand, okay, we know what we're about. We know what we're going to do. We wake up every day to do the same thing. And, you know, what's so, and it goes back to this whole thing about brand discipline. Yeah. They know that they're going to get this specific segment of the market, and they're fine with it. They don't feel the need to now make a luxury Subaru or a sports car Subaru, or, you know, they're very happy with the market share that they have, and they can count on that customer loyalty, and they're probably bringing in some more people as people evolve and elevate and start to connect to causes and say, hey, wait a minute, you know, you mean if I can purchase a car here, that I can also fulfill uh, my need to give back? Oh, let me look into this Subaru. Like you said, right? sometimes you'll see the commercials and, hey, you know, I've done it. And, and, it, and it could make a difference. If it, if it comes down to two things that I'm looking at, and one might be a little bit more, but I know that it's social responsibility like as far as the community in the world. Uh, I'm going to – chances yeah. are I'm going with the other one. Correct. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm going with that one. The one yeah. that's a little bit more expensive, but they're, they're, they're purpose-driven. So I know that, let's say, you know, for every dollar goes back to the community. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's – 
that's the game changer for me. Yeah. So I think that. But I think if, as consumers, uh, you know, based on back to your question again, and I'll start. I, these are my closing thoughts is that, you know, brands have a responsibility as, as much as consumers do. 100%. So we yeah. need to be at least for those products and things that we consistently buy, we need to be uh, a little bit more aware as consumers to what we're doing because that power we have. And so we need to hold them responsible. Right. We have to hold brands responsible for what they're doing in this world. Yeah. And so those are my closing thoughts as far as brands and how I at least uh, affiliate myself to them. Because, um, again, I, I believe that we, we need to take um, a little bit more action as to how and what we're doing as, you know, with purchasing power. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I think it's a really um, interesting conversation. Even if you're not a marketer or an advertiser, you're just a, you're a consumer. Yeah. Ask yourself, what brands do I admire and why? And it probably will tell you a little bit about yourself and what's important to you. You heard it from Rich. Here first again. Amen. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's good to see everybody. All right, guys. Thank you. And make sure to catch the next episode. Take care.